Well, hello and good morning. And welcome back. As always, I'm Woke. And I'm Sleepy. And this is the Woke, Woke But, but Sleepy, Sleepy Podcast. Podcast. In the morning. Actually, in the morning, yeah. In the AM. I, I love morning talk radio. That's like my favorite thing in the world. I hope people listen to us in the morning and get like all pumped up on the way to work. You know, like I always kind of, that was kind of my dream. The the joy of podcasts is anyone can be a DJ these days. Right. So uh, here it is. 10 minutes of the big hour. Please excuse any noises you hear in the background. Uh, we're recording with a very active toddler. Who has a Nerf gun and he is ready to rock and roll. You want to say hi? Say hi to the people. Hi, people. <laughs> That's my boy. <laughs> he's like the best kid in the entire world. He's pretty amazing. He's my best friend. All right, he's going to go off and he's going to watch. What's he watching this morning? Cocomelon. Cocomelon? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's wow. What he, that was his pick for this morning. Oh, that was his pick for he, So he betrayed me on the dino trucks because that's my jam. He hasn't watched dino trucks in quite a while. That's sad because like, that was like our show together. He grew, he, he outgrew me already. He, it was a pretty good show. Uh, I loved it. He likes um, Cocomelon and Blippi now. Blippi? Yeah. I don't even know what that is. Blippi's, oh, Blippi's annoying. But very educational. So, I mean, it's it's good, but... See, when you don't have children, you, like, lose these shows. When I was raising my daughter, we had The Backyardigans. Do you know? Are you familiar with that one? Cause, I, Backyardigans was a little bit, bef- like, after. Yeah, after your time period. Yeah. And it, you, it's, this is what I mean. Like, when yeah. you don't have children, you're not going to do that world at all. I had, like, um, Barney. <laughs> yes, that was definitely the millennial. And we had Dora and Yes. Well, Bo had, Dora, Bo had Dora, too. She lived into the... She lived into the Doris ages. Yeah. We had Elmo. Yeah, Elmo was a huge thing for you. Did you ever have a Tickle Me, Emma? I did. I did. I figured you We had Teletubbies? Uh, uh, Mm. And then as it got on, I think people, they got boobas, is what they were called. They looked like Teletubbies, but they were just bigger. Do they just like... And they bounce around. That's, 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 is Teletubbies still around? No. I feel like children's programming lasts forever. Yeah, tell her who's not around anymore. See, I'm old. I grew up on Sesame Street, Mr. Rogers. I grew up on Mr. Rogers and Sesame Street. Oh, he was. I like, loved Mr. Rogers. He was the best man. Have you seen his movie? Not yet, with Tom Hanks. I want to see the documentary too. Like there was a documentary made on him. We should as watch well. it. Um, we should cover that on the podcast. We have, like we do a movie podcast. We're like, when are we ever gonna watch it? We I think we should tell, do like a Mr. Rogers double feature and cut, watch the documentary and. Um, the Tom Hanks movie we as well. Definitely should. I really love Mr. Rogers. He's pretty great. I think pretty innovative be... for his time. Oh, he was, and just pure heart, just a you know a pure hearted person. Um, I loved it. But speaking of like children, we're gonna be covering your favorite children's month. Uh, if you're one of your favorite children's movies of all times, because I like to say a big happy birthday to my co-host, my best friend in the entire universe, Rhonda, who just. Uh, turned a year older this year and because of this it is her birthday month so she got to pick the movie and she picked she picked a uh, not so children's movie it depends uh, on who you ask <laughs> I picked uh, Sleepy Hollow oh. it's there is a children's version of Sleepy Hollow though but uh, the, we are not covering that one we're covering the Johnny Depp one yes 
Oh, okay, but you said it's, uh, well, you know, how old were you when you first saw it? I was four. And you said it wasn't a children's movie. I claim hypocrisy. Not the ideal children's movie. It's a great um, children's flick. But it was a movie that I enjoyed when I was younger. I watched it quite often. Um, so. Oh, wow. So, eh. now bear in mind, with this being her movie pick, and it is October, it is a spooky season, but she did pick Sleepy Hollow. Uh, but I wanted it to be like her special pick. You know, like her movie that she defined as like something that was special. And she's like, well, we recovered my favorite movie and that was Labyrinth early this year for Fantasy Month. Hey, don't look at it. And so she's yelling at her toddler. And uh, so therefore, uh, when she came to this one, I was like, why Sleepy Hollow? It's It was a movie that my brother showed me when I was younger. And I... Was I grew very fond of it. Don't ask me why. It was a very dark movie. Um, and it you know, scarred me for the rest of my life. Oh, okay. So, as one of your favorite movies, it, I guess it can't be a favorite movie without some kind of emotional scarring. Exactly. Uh, it's just, it, it's made me afraid of Christopher Walken. That's where your fear of walking comes from. For years and years and years, like since the time that we've been working together in film, I had uh, told her like my dream is to do a red carpet and make sure that Christopher Walken sits behind her at a premiere. And I want him to walk up to her at all the photo, just stand directly off camp, like right there in frame while she's taking photo ops on the red carpet in front of the stuff and repeat, I just want her, Christopher Walken to be right there staring at her while she looks at the camera trying not to look at him. Because she is terrified of Christopher Walken. Mm-hmm. I am. Why are you so afraid of Mr. Have Walken? Have you not seen that scene? I, I saw him The scream. headless horseman gets his skull back and he puts it on his head and then the muscles and stuff grows over the skull and then he has that one where he like screams and like the tongue's all out and... okay is that not terrifying i was four years old watching like a nightmare on elm street the, the, nightmare on elm street wasn't scary it was fine i was also four year old four years old watching and that one didn't that didn't scare no. you but i slept with a chucky doll when i was younger but christopher walken was a different story i gotta get you a new chucky doll that, that'd be so cute yeah. you slept with the chucky doll for real uh, my brother had the Chucky doll and the, um, what was her name? Tiffany. Tiffany. Um, he had both of them. So it was the Frank and Chucky with the stitches? Yeah. Oh, that's the best one. I had that one at home. Yeah. He had both of them. And I would sleep with, I technically slept with Chucky when I was, he said I was two. Oh. Uh, I had my own, like, room. And I had my own bed. I had a queen size bed when I was two. Wow. And Yes, queen. Yeah. And so my brother let me sleep with his Chucky doll when I was little. Oh. He's the one that introduced me to horror movies. Oh, well, yeah. You're, that's that's a big brother's job. Yeah. It backfired for me. I, I tried introducing my brother to horror movies. Uh, he's 10 years younger than me. And it backfired. He was so scared. And I love that you were just like all gung-ho for it. Oh, I loved horror movies. Uh, horror movies are fantastic. One of my favorites was Hellraiser. The Hellraiser series. That's the franchise I could never really get into, and I'm I'm, I'm gonna go back to I'm gonna go back to that and Halloween because I just never got into either one of them. I'd like to rewatch Halloween oh, as like as I'm older because I know I watched them when I was younger, but the, the appreciation when you're younger is not really there. No. Um, but Sleepy Hollow is just one of those movies. Um, I had seen like of course like the Disney, still Disney, but it's Tim, it's Tim Burton, but the. 
like animated one. When I, I was, I used to watch that. Still. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I had that one also on VHS. See, I um, didn't know they even sold that on VHS. Yeah, I think but I know my school it. had it, and I would I thought it was like a special school thing that only schools could get. I really did when I was little. That's what I thought. I still have it on VHS, and like my the original VHS. Sleepy Hollow, the animated. Yeah, the VHS, my VHS collection. Yeah. Oh wow, that's mm-hmm. amazing. Um, I don't throw things away, people. Um, yeah, she's a hoarder. I'm like sitting in like old time magazines right now, oh my recording gosh. this. Shut up! No, you're not. Um, but yeah, I watched the animated version, and that was okay. I didn't really have a connection to it. Um, but I also had the original black and white Sleepy Hollow. There was a black and white Sleepy Hollow? Yeah, there was. Like from what year? Oh, I don't even like, know. Like approximately, like the oh. 60s or 70s. Oh, it had to be 50s, 60s, right? Oh, 50s maybe? Okay, I can't cool. remember the exact year. If you have your phone, you can like fact Which check I do it. not. Um, <laughs> but it was a black and white version of Sleepy Hollow. And then I have the um, Johnny Depp version of Sleepy Hollow. And that one was my favorite. Okay. Uh, but I had all three. And I just resonated more with the black and white, with not black and white, with the Johnny Depp version right, of right. Sleepy Hollow. Don't ask me why. I don't know if it was the feel of it. Johnny Depp was a really big part of your uh, childhood. He was. Oh, sorry about that. Had to take a quick break. So there's going to be a weird kind of break in audio. Toddler life. But, yeah, we were talking about how Johnny Depp was a big part of my childhood. But what I want to go back to is because we kind of fact-checked ourselves um, with the black and white Sleepy Hollow. And it was actually a 1980s version. It was 1980 and starred Jeff Goldblum. It was called The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, which was a more accurate version um, of what the book was. And I'm disappointed that I had never seen it or even heard of it. No, not at all. I mean, bear in mind that I am, like, a little older than you. Uh, not by much, but a little bit. And it was 1980, and I grew up on 80s movies, and I thought I would even at least had heard of it because I know a lot of obscure 80 movies, like 80s movies, tons of them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but that one had eluded me, and I am going to begin my my DVD manhunt for this. I got to find this film now. Like it is on my list of must sees. But it looks like it follows the, more of the original one, the, it does. the, the Jeff Goblin one does. It does, where um, Ichabod Crane is a teacher, mm. uh, whereas in the uh, Johnny Depp version, he's a constable. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, I guess let's kick things off with the Johnny Depp version, directed by Tim Burton, mm-hmm. uh, one of my favorite directors. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've been down with him since Peavy's Big Adventure, and um, I think that... He just, I mean, just anything he does visually is just so, I mean, he, he brings his own look to everything. Even Phoebe's Big Adventure, he had like the spiraling like floor on the, in the dream sequences. But yeah. then when I found out he was doing Sleepy Hollow, I got kind of excited. I was like, what's he going to do to it? And he did bring his vision in the best way. Um, I like the color scheme of the movie. The very gothic. Mm-hmm. Dark gray, dark muted colors. It was on par with like the crow in 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 gothic setting. Yeah, and the, and the like the color grading of it. Um, I know that was probably definitely intentional. To- oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, there were a lot of uh, old nineteen sixties and seventies films. It was a almost like a nod to those in general, mm-hmm. with the very crimson blood. 
uh, almost fake looking blood. Yeah. But in the best way. And you it don't was care. like the brightest thing. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And because, you know, you have to have a very bright blood to show off all the gothic, you know, like all the architecture and off the dark wardrobes. Mm-hmm. It was like everybody in that movie was in mourning. So, yeah. <laughs> but give me a quick summary of uh, Sleepy Hollow and what you think. Finnick, what is your general summary? Like, four-year-old Rhonda to Rhonda now, what is Sleepy Hollow? So, honestly, I haven't watched it in a long while. Um, But Ichabod Crane was a constable out of New York. That's Johnny Depp. Yes. He had a lot of uh, different methods to what he liked to do. He's very scientific and he had a lot of scientific methods that the police department didn't agree with. Right. So they kind of just sent him off to solve these murders that I were going on. I love the term scientific, by the way. That was like the best word ever. Um, go off to, to solve these murders in a little town called Sleepy Hollow. Right. People have been getting mysteriously decapitated. Mm-hmm. And so he's kind of sent there to figure out why. He hears about these legends of... Um, the headless horseman which he doesn't believe in the supernatural he believes that there's a scientific reason or an actual somebody's doing this absolutely so it has to be an actual person the agnostic approach as i like yeah. to call it right. so the legend of the headless horseman he was a i think they called him a hessian i don't know really that was what that the means during the revolutionary revolutionary war, war. um he was killed and beheaded and his head was he was thrown into a grave, and his head was thrown next to him. Well, his head went missing, and so now he's been coming around decapitating people, I'm guessing, looking for his head. Oh, yeah. Um, and I it's got to be somewhere. Right? I guess I just don't fit. So it started off with um, this family that got murdered. Um, so when he gets there, he goes to... He ends up going, walking into this house, and there's like this party going on, and mm-hmm. Katrina's there, and he dances with her. He doesn't know who she is. And that's the Christina, Christina Ricci character, right? Yes. Okay. Um. And oh, I can't think of her. What did I say her name was? I don't remember. They all had like those fancy, like revolutionary war. Katrina. Katrina. Yes. Katrina Van Tassel. Uh, she was the. Um, daughter of Baltus Van Tassel from his first marriage. He's now married to Lady Van Tassel. Um, she's a piece of work. Um, so he starts trying to figure out what's going on. He kind of connects with Katrina. Um, they kind of have a little love interest going on. And at the start of it, it kind of looks like it's um, like a whodunit. Oh, yeah. Who's responsible for these decapitations? Right. Um, and he, at first, I believe he's kind of leery of, like, the Van Tassel family. Like, maybe it's the businessman mm-hmm. who is decapitating his, like, rivals or people that can go against him. Um, and then... Um, 
Yow, what's that kid's name? There's a young boy that follows him around, and the young boy tries to kind of convince him that it's Katrina. Yes. That's the evil person that's doing, like, witchcraft. Of course. And stuff like that. And he kind of, he, he believes him. Because um, he has dreams of his mother doing kind of similar things. Yes. And I thought that was really a cool... I thought the supernatural blend into the scientific community was actually pretty well done. Mm-hmm. And I, I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, so you see a lot of de- like a lot of decapitations throughout the thing, and um, fast forward, fast forward. Turns out that um, it's Lady Van Tassel. Yes. Who is like the villain behind it all? When she was younger, she watched the headless horseman be beheaded, yes. and she took his head. Oh, yeah, that's where the head wound up. At. Yeah, and she keeps it in this little bag. Right. skull now and Where she uses it right and so she's a witch and she uses it to summon him to do her bidding uh it turns out that she is in basically in a position to inherit all of like the ventassel estate because everyone in that town was virtually related, related to by, one another like, blood or marriage yes it was almost like an arkansas love story in a lot of ways yeah pretty much but, we uh, just lost all listeners in Arkansas. So she was basically offing people to raise her status and how much she like gets when her like her husband dies, I think. Right. Um, so Ichabod discovers that when she fakes her death. Um, she ends up killing like a servant girl and she uses that as her body. She creates like a cut on the hand because she cut her hand and she cut her own hand in a scene. Um, and Ichabod remembered that um, and he goes and looks at the body um, of who supposedly is Lady Van Tassel and he looks at the cut on the hand and discovers that it was done post-mortem. The body was already dead when the cut was made. Um, so he's like, this isn't Lady Van Tassel. So he ends up going to find her. He finds her, um, and she kind of reveals what she did. Um, she summons, the last person that she needs to kill is Katrina. The Christina Ricci character, yes. Uh-huh. So she summons the Headless Horseman one more time to kill off Katrina. Right. One more again. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> One more again. And um, they run from him. La, la, la. They have this fight scene on a carriage. That fight scene was amazing. <laughs> that, pretty I, that is literally one of scene. my favorite fight scenes. Uh, so they get to the tree, and Lady Van Tassel's character gets knocked off her horse. They kind of like a fight ensues. The head rolls out of the bag. The headless horseman's about to kill uh, Katrina, and the headless ho- or, uh, Ichabod reaches for his skull, like yells out his name. He yells out horseman, and he throws him the head. He catches the head, drops Katrina. He puts his head back on. Which comes down to one thing. That terrifying scene. All ensues. men want one thing. Oh my gosh! Shush up. Um, <laughs> Like, think about it. He couldn't even, like, as soon as he got it, that's all he could think about. Am I right? Am I right? That's what he was looking for. But aren't we all? Shut up. Okay, continue. This is a family podcast. Um, 
<laughs> and so that terrifying scene ensues with the head going back on the body. Absolutely. It's what has um, plagued my brain. Just that part with, that, with the, all the blood coming up. Like the I will never be able to look Christopher Walken in the eyes directly. Christopher Walken, if you're listening to this podcast ever by will. chance, I want, I want you... I, I will I will I will send you I, I want you to do cameos for her every every birthday just send her messages but can you send them like at 2 a.m. I think he does cameos he does cameos I'm pretty sure he does he does cameos on I think you can, do, you can buy them on cameo I, like literally I just need it yearly and then I will cry like you know uh, I'm looking we're looking at being South by Southwest if he's there I have a fan here that needs to meet you. She has been dying to meet you since she will was... will die of a heart attack. <laughs> since she was four years old. I mean, that was the best use of Christopher Walken in a film ever. Like, you, like you have to admit. And I love Suicide Kings. Probably one of my favorite movies ever. Christopher Walken just, like, yelling. Yeah, it was just him, him screaming. Ah. Ah. Yeah. Like, that was great. And it was so over the top in the best way. Like, I couldn't get over it. I, I, I love that movie. And I like the take on it. Um, I, I think you and I talked about this all the way back in Twilight. We may have touched on it a few times. Mm-hmm. But they, but we talk about um, movies to books and then remakes, and we talk a lot about that on this show. And I think Sleepy Hollow really encapsulated everything that we that that I personally, or we, I'm gonna speak for you, that we love about storytelling in general. Mm-hmm. It didn't follow the story; it was a retelling of something you already know to keep you on your toes. Mm-hmm. It's a different. Avenue. It was a whole different avenue. I didn't mind him being constable. I liked the whole detective spin on it. It was like the the who done it. Mm-hmm. That was so dope. And uh, then Tim Burton adding this, you know, adding his visualization to it and his mm-hmm. props, those glasses. You remember those big Johnny Depp mm-hmm. glasses? When he pulls out those glasses, I yes. was like, oh, yeah, Tim Burton. That's who made this movie. And uh, just to be at that level of recognize, you know, to have your art be so recognizable by stupid gadgets and stuff like that what an honor and I love the fact that like that whole movie was made in general yeah it definitely that movie definitely used to be uh, weird to say a comfort movie yeah I can see that yeah I, I can definitely see that did you watch it all year round or was it just like a Halloween thing oh no it was an all year round thing oh that's so cool um, but it was one of those I could just like turn it on and not have to like watch, watch it, it watch it you would still look at the Christopher Walken scene, though, wouldn't you? Because you were scared of it. So terrifying. Um, yeah, it was just one of those things that you could watch and just kind of knew what was going on. Uh, that's that's really cool that you connected that movie. Like, I saw it in the theater. Like, uh, I, I saw it at the theater. And it was... Uh, I remember... I think I went with a girl that I was dating and went to go see it. And I remember we both really liked it. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Um... It was a fun movie too. Like it was a lot of fun, from beginning to end. I also uh, felt that everyone was spectacular, and let's talk about like the supporting cast, like Christopher Lee. All these great actors were like virtually like background people, and yeah. they really brought it on every level. They really did. Um... The little boy, I can't think of, he's not really a little boy, I believe he was like a, 
Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. He played. Jonathan Taylor Thomas was every one of the nineties. That was Nazbeth was the little boy's name. He wasn't little. I call him a little boy. I think he was like. Oh, that was Macaulay Culkin. That was Macaulay Culkin then. It was it was Jonathan Taylor Thomas or Macaulay Culkin. It's one of the two. One of the two. But the little boy, the young boy. Um, young Masbeth. I liked his character. Um, because then at the end, um, I, Ichabod grew a connection to him and they ended up, um, once the horseman was gone, they ended up taking him back to New York. Yes. With them. After him and, and Trina it, got married. Yeah, and it was all happily ever after. Yeah. Uh, now, speaking of like Halloween movies uh, for millennials, I know that y'all were really into that Casper movie. Is that true? I loved Casper. And you remember at the end of the like movie? Like the one with Christina Ricci? The one, yeah, because when I was in Ricci, yes, I'm, I'm doing like a whole like, you know, five steps or three steps of Kevin yeah. Bacon or whatever. Yeah, I'm doing Christina Ricci right now and I'm sitting there thinking, I was like, she was in Casper a couple years prior mm-hmm. to that. And uh, you remember at the end of the movie mm-hmm. where Casper becomes a real boy? Yes. That was actor Devin Sawa, the guy from Final Destination, from the first Final Destination movie. He was Adorable. But did you know that line where he goes, can I keep you? At the end of the movie? That's so sweet. Did you know that wasn't Devin Sawa talking? That was the same voice actor that played Casper in the whole film. But Devin Sawa never said that line. And Devin Sawa gets fans, like fans will send him that clip and he feels awful because that wasn't him. Really? Yes. And I thought that was so fascinating. And I know it was a... Massive jump from you know Christina Ricci and that's a little fun fact though. It is a fun fact, and I you know how I am with my movie trivia and like I think you're the only person that like surpasses me on like research. I I stumble across stuff. You actually actively study and research film. I yeah. I'm like guess what guess what I found out today while going to Payway and opening my fortune cookie. Yeah, that's exactly how you discover things. Did you know how that Robin Williams ad-libbed most of his dialogue for Good Morning Vietnam? And you're like, where'd you learn that at? Payway. So, but anyway. Payway. <laughs> oh, man. But, so, but what did you think of, like, Sleepy Hollow as a whole? Oh, man. Like, I loved it. Like, it, it's, it's, uh, I'll be honest with you, and this is going to sound horrible. Like, I, while I love the movie, mm-hmm. and I would rewatch it, uh, while I will rewatch it, it is like one of those movies I kind of forget about that someone mentions. And it's not that it's forgettable, because it's by far not. It's a brilliant film. If you've not seen it, I highly recommend you watching Sleepy Hollow with Johnny Depp, directed by Tim Burton, starring Christina Ricci as well. Uh, all-star cast. And it's, 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 it's a must-watch. Um, now, if I had to rate it, uh, out of five, if they are our usual ranking system, we do five, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. We, 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 we're coming back on a little hiatus, so I had to remember our ranking system. So, with Sleepy Hollow, I'm going to give it a solid 4.5 Fiery Pumpkins. I, I, I can concur with that. Yeah, I think 4.5 is a very solid score. Is it a five? Absolutely not. Because there's it, there's nothing wrong with it. I think just the fact that it's not memorable to me personally. Oh, it gets the demotion for Christopher Walken. Uh, wow. <laughs> and if you could see the cold, hard stare, she looked me in the eyes with complete sincerity. 
And then and she goes, oh, it gets demoted because of Christopher Walken. And it was just so, it was a cold, icy stare. I think Christopher Walken should be more afraid of you. I think you haunt him in his dreams is what okay. I think. Yeah, he's like, I, I go to bed every night and this girl, Rhonda, don't even know who she is in my head. I, I don't, that wasn't Christopher Walken, that was more wow. Mario. That was Mario, wasn't it? Basically the same thing. <laughs> uh, eat your heart out, uh, uh, Chris, Chris, Chris Pratt, I'm going for your role now. So, but it has been great to be back on the podcast. It's, it's, I, I really missed you. Yeah, it's been good. Yeah, it's been fun. Um. So, can you believe that we're going on almost a, a year of our podcast? I know, right? I think September was the only one we were short one, one episode on. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Look at us being responsible adults and keeping up with something. I know, right? <laughs> but with that being said, um, what, what do you think about the podcast so far this year? That we- I think it's going good. I think we're going to have a pretty good year. I mean, has the podcast blown up? No. And, you know, that's okay. I didn't want to do the podcast for, like, popularity or views. I think it's, it's for fun. I'm, I'm, I do it every week now for our German listeners. That's the only reason why I do this. Like, I love our German listeners. The fact when you called me and said, we have, like, eight listens in Germany, and I'm like, rock on. That's amazing. Right? Oh, I love that. We're I love, international. Like, We're I, an international podcast. I love how podcasts can, like, have that kind of reach. It's it's weird. Like I like of all places, I never thought Germany would be a place that you know even any place in Europe we would have a reach to. I'm like <laughs> we're gonna cover mainly North Texas, mm-hmm. you know. But strangely enough, we have more people in Europe listening to us than we have friends listening to us. Ain't that sad? <laughs> I know. Right? Uh, I'll send it to buddies. I'm like, hey, check out our newest episode. Oh man, yeah, we'll do. And then you, we watch our view count, and it never goes up. And then when it does go up, it says Germany or someplace like that. And uh-huh. I'm like, I see you didn't listen to our podcast. Don't lie to me. We can see the analytics. <laughs> um, but overall, what what what's been something that you've really enjoyed about um, our podcast? We'll, we'll we'll touch more on that in our year in review. But um, the interaction that we do get. Yeah, it's very positive, very uplifting. Uh, I love those, the interactions of people that actually do watch it and do enjoy it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's, 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 and some of the feedback we get Uh is uh, pretty, uh, it's pretty good. Uh, One of our fans reached out and uh, he is moving, one of our top listeners reached out and he's moving to New Mexico. So, uh, Mr. Odwin, you are not an odd one. Have fun in New Mexico with the aliens. We're going to uh, keep listening. And we really appreciate you following us all the time. So uh, have, a, have a good move and stay safe out there. And if you get abducted by aliens, come pick me up in the UFO. I'll ask him. We'll go pick up chicks. We'll go cruising around. It's going to be pretty cool. Take them to Venus. Just, just on the outskirts of Venus, you know, kind of like the Paris Eiffel Tower thing. I know. I'm a romantic. Um... But I don't know, like, like I've enjoyed it in general. Like, I've had a lot of fun doing this. It's, it's, it's definitely been, been fruitful. This was one of my favorite episodes. We had a guest star, Tyler, and say, say, say bye, people. Bye, people. <laughs> and uh, we've had a lot of fun so far. What are we doing for, no, for November? Do we have any plans yet? I don't think we have any plans. Are there any Thanksgiving movies? Mm, I 
there's that new Thanksgiving horror movie that's going to come out. I don't know if it's coming out this year. I think it comes out next year. I don't know if it comes out. I think it does come out this year. Does it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks, Thanksgiving. It's, I think it's called Thanksgiving. Yeah, it is called Thanksgiving. Yeah. That looked pretty pretty hokey in a good way. Uh, yeah, maybe that one. Uh, we could do friendship movies because of Friendsgiving, too. Oh, that's true. We might Friendsgiving. Be able to, we could have a, maybe a guest or something. You know, just... Uh, well, okay, just that's a thought. Yeah. Just throwing out ideas. Spitballing, if you will. Um, but other than that, I, I think I think November's looking pretty good. We'll, uh, we'll figure it out. Even just pick random movies. And, um, all right. Well, with that being said, as always, I'm Woke. And I'm Sleepy. And this has been the Woke, Woke But, but Sleepy, Sleepy Podcast. Podcast. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye.